Radio Sport Mornings with Jason Pine. Well, we're going to talk Bledisloe Cup rugby now with the Bledisloe Cup decider tomorrow night at Eden Park. A great pleasure to welcome in a man who, well, he broke our hearts more than once in Bledisloe Cup games. World Cup winning Wallaby, Matt Burke. Uh, Matt, good morning, mate. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> it's always a good introduction, isn't it? I like that, Jase. Um, <laughs> it's, been, it's, it's been a while, though, hasn't it? Uh, you know, 2002 and... Yeah, our boys uh, have done, well, is it half a job? They've still got plenty to go. I'd probably say it's less than that, you know, going over to uh, Eden Park on the weekend. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. We're all, there's so many troops going over there with an expectation uh, or an air of expectation, if that's the word. But, you know, I think from, from a, a, a Wallaby's point of view, it's about backing up the performance of last week and, and doing somewhat of a job over there. Uh, it, obviously, you know, knowing it's going to be tough. Before we look at Saturday's game, can we look back to Perth? What impressed you the most about the way the Wallabies went about their work over in Western Australia? Uh, I think it was uh, I think it was their ability to to keep some pressure on the All Blacks. You know, uh, you know that we've always spoken, and, and, and when we play, that uh, the, the the guys in the black jersey have a great ability to increase the tempo of the game. And I think the Wallabies were able to to stem that a, a little bit on the weekend uh, over in Perth. There, so you know they um, they. They didn't take a backward step. Their their uh, their pressuring in defence was pretty good. Their their lineout and scrum play has probably been the best for a while it's been, which means you can then play start to get some set piece play happening. Um, on the back of that, they 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 took some opportunities. They still blew some opportunities. Um, you know, and and there's probably uh, room for those guys to get better. But I think uh, you know on the on the strength of what they did, they they kept up that pressure, which you know a lot of the times when you're playing New Zealand, uh, you know that that release. Uh, valve gets, or that valve gets released, I should say, and, and it doesn't matter what team, uh, who you are, uh, you know, it, it's it's about squeezing as much as you can, and uh, they did that pretty well on the weekend. Mm. How did you assess James O'Connor's performance? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, I think he, um, you know, he he worked his way into the game. He added uh, he added a little bit to uh, the 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 nine ten role, if that's the case. You know, he sort of was able to pop up and help out Christian Lalefano and sort of take that first receiver every now and then. You know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a classic 13 role uh, of sort of, you know, of, of yesteryear of sort of a, a, an Aroni Clark or a, or a Jason Little type thing. Uh, you know, he had a, a different subtleties in that game. and But certainly I think those different subtleties allowed them to play a, a bit of a different game as well, the Wallabies. So um, I would expect him to be around in that, in that 13 role for a while now. You know, it just... It gives an option uh, for him to play in, in other positions. So you know, again, you know, we've seen him play ten before. We've seen him play twelve. He played twelve overseas for a while. And he's played on the wing. So you know, he's got um, that versatility badge. But you know, the, the the bad thing about being versatile is is that you sometimes don't hold down that one spot. And we've seen that happen to Curtly Beal as well. So uh, he was uh, he was okay on the weekend. I think he had he added and he offered something up to the team. You mentioned at the top of the chat, you know, that a half a job is done or, or maybe not even quite that much. Are there areas, Matt, that you can see that are, that are going to have to be lifted again by the Wallabies if they are to claim that silverware on Saturday night? Yeah, I think the, the biggest one is going to be intensity, isn't it? You know, we've, we've you know, being in the, the media over this uh, side of the ditch, so to speak, we've, uh, we've seen how, you know, they've uh, perhaps uh, weren't in the right uh, mindset, the uh, the All Blacks, and I think they said that maybe treated the Wallabies a little bit lighter, Um yeah, so it's it's they've poked the bear, haven't they? That's that's the biggest one. So uh, what they need to do is, is make sure the intensity rivals, uh, you, know, you know, what the All Blacks are going to bring on the weekend. And you know, from the from the outset, it's going to be uh, on. And the Wallabies need to be up for it, up for it, and ready for it. Not 
uh, as we always say, don't get don't get shocked by the speed and pace of the game. Uh, you know, make sure that it's uh, elevated already from from your side of things. So, you know, they know it's going to be quick. They know it's going to be fast. They know the crowd's going to get into it, and they know the harker's going to be you know extra passion uh, in there before the start of the game. So, all these things you can tick the box beforehand, so you you know what's going to come your way. So. Then it's a case of fronting up, isn't it? You know, then it's a case of you know just muscling up. But uh, saying and doing all those things are, are completely different things. You know, once the whistle blows, the All Blacks have left out Rico Ioane and Ben Smith, bringing in two well relative newcomers. Sevu Reese just a second test for him. George Bridge will be his uh, his uh, fourth or fifth test appearance. If you're the Wallabies, are you targeting those guys? Uh. You, you target you. You always you always say hello to them um, you know, <laughs> yep. in a in a, in a, a debutant's way. Um, but you know these guys have uh, experienced players in their own right through Super Rugby, so you know they've got some good form about them. And when you when when you're throwing in a, a, a team like that with experience around you, that's that's the way to go. You don't want you know seventy debutants or seven debutants in a team. Um, you, you want to be able to sort of dot him with with people around you. I think the the biggest one that uh, still well, not persisting with, but still having you know, that that ten fifteen combination of uh, Richie Moanga at ten and 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 Bowden Barrett at fifteen, and uh, you know I I, I sometimes uh, you know I mean you have the the, the great players, uh, and when they're out of position, um, you know they're still very good players, but they don't have that that significant role of what they did. So, you know, from from my thinking, from the weekend, I I, I was thinking that was going to be a, a shift uh, in from uh, Barrett to ten. Smith back to 15, and and perhaps Mwanga off the bench, but they've gone that way, uh, which means that they've obviously you know trying to to get something you know going for World Cup and, and continuing on from there. But uh, you know when you've got the best player in the world the last two years playing sort of out of position, if that's the word, I mean he still has an incredible effect on the game. But the counter attacking and the, and the shifting of the of the passes on turnover ball was outstanding. You know, get the ball in his hands, and he's always going to create a threat. And when he scored that try again, just a little shimmy of the hips and he goes through. So uh, in that regard, um, I'm thinking, wow, that was a, that was a bit of a head-scratching uh, moment for me that they're going to persist with that, that way through. Interesting. Yeah, well, look, um, I can tell you that it hasn't been universally uh, approved of over here either, Matt, so it's yeah, not as no, though either. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Um, do you think Australian rugby fans expect the Wallabies to win the World Cup? Um, uh, yeah, I think we, we ha- I, was at a, I was at a bit of a... a, a a rugby function last night, and, we, and that was one of the questions. I think this is an incredibly open World Cup. Um, uh, expectations of winning the World Cup, they're, they're the expectations uh, of, of you know trying to go as far as you can, and momentum sometimes allows you to do that. You get a good break, someone else doesn't do as well, and then all of a sudden you find yourself in a final. I think that's what happened in 2015, you know, where the, you know, in the lead-up to that, their performances weren't that great. Uh, could they go on and win it? If they put a performance like that, uh, on the park like they did last week? Uh, yeah, of, of course, potentially, yes. Uh, it's about that consistency, though. Uh, and then when you're looking across the board there, we saw England and Wales play the other day. We saw Gareth Anscombe hurt his knee, so they lost their number one ten Wales. Uh, so they lose their uh, their 14-game winning streak as well. England are, yeah, uh, England will find some form through the World Cup. The Springboks, you know, as we saw, you know, winning the rugby championship uh, have uh, talent to burn. Uh, and so all of a sudden... You know, Ireland to get thrown in the mix there as well. You've got this, you know, really open World Cup. So, you know, playing in those pool matches, um, does it mean you, it's so important to win your pool match? Perhaps not, you know, because if you're going to win the whole thing, you've got to beat everyone. So, uh, you know, 
getting out of your pool is probably the most important. Uh, there are favourable ways of getting through to a final, I suppose, but uh, in, in the back end of it, when you look at it, I think this is an incredibly open World Cup. And, and look, you know, if, if if they put on a performance like last week, you know, they could be a could be a chance to to maybe go the whole way. But you know, that uh, as I said, that that work has to be done week in week out, and you know, a seven week tournament where you're playing back to back to back to back tournaments, uh, pardon me, uh, games is yeah, so special. So you've got to have the squad to be able to do it. That's the biggest thing. Mm. Fascinating World Cup coming. Fascinating Bledisloe Cup test coming on Saturday night. Thanks so much for joining us and giving us uh, your analysis, Matt. Yeah, always good to chat and, and looking forward to the game on the weekend.